There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit MarketHouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. You ever get that feeling the walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating you? You crave some wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe in a spot all your own. Well, head over to Land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, streams, you name it. Search by acreage. You can search by location. You can search by the kind of hunting and fishing you're dreaming of. Land.com. It is where the adventure begins. Hey, this is Tyler. And this is Jack. And this is KC. And you're listening to The Element Podcast. What's going on, all my woods people? I'm sitting here with the Jack Hollywood Summers in the hotel, and the hotel is in Nebraska. Hotel Hollywood. That's right. That's right, man. So uh, we are in Nebraska coming to you. KC, uh, last time we did a podcast together, you were coming at me remote from eight miles down the road, and now you're like 800 miles down the road. <laughs> Ain't no lie, dude. Golly, Wally. I've yeah. been looking at the Nebraska map quite a bit lately, and it's a long way from here. Yeah, sure enough, it is. It is, man. You, uh, I, I tend to like if I if I'm going to look at Nebraska, I tend to have to always scroll northerly from where I when I screen, you know, I grab and scr- and scroll in or whatever, zoom in. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I usually miss it to the south a little bit. It's pretty far up yeah. here, man. Yeah, no kidding, man. No kidding, and uh, y'all still made the drive in a whole day. We did, yeah, we did, yeah. we did, man. So, um, we have been up here since we left Sunday morning, the thirtieth, the thirtieth, and yeah. so we've been up here since, um, and it is uh, coming up on release day, so Thursday, but uh, we're late Wednesday night, and yeah. the yeah. plan was it didn't start till yesterday. Season didn't start till yesterday, and the plan was to um, come up here scout um and for a day and a half basically so like yeah. first afternoon we got here scouted second and so i just kind of what we're kind of going to do is we don't have a whole lot of plan right now with this podcast other than to just tell the story of nebraska and what's going on thus far and uh and then just uh kind of check in with you and see what casey's been doing and that kind of thing so i'm just going to start from the first day we get up here well 
Okay. Yeah. You said go ahead. interject if I have ideas. Yes, if you All got right. them. This is my first idea. Ready? Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Before the first day, after your experience last year in Nebraska, um, you decided you didn't want to go back to the same place. Uh huh. So you and I both spent a ton of time not scouting Nebraska and really trying to hone in on a place for you and Jack to head to. We felt like you would have a really good opportunity at deer. Yeah. All right. So we spent a lot of time picking out parcels that we thought looked very whitetail-ish and parcels that we thought might be a little bit off the beaten path and whatnot. And um, we, <laughs> funny enough, it's uh, it kind of really uh, made us prove ourselves a little bit. Um, and I don't, I don't know if prove ourselves is the right thing or what, um, but we had to practice our map scouting you know, and that's what we spent all summer doing was the map scout challenge. And, mm-hmm. uh, those have been going really well. I mean, I think, uh, Kansas well, really Nebraska week, right? hasn't been going all that well from our, <laughs> <laughs> we actually haven't done a good job map scouting. In, uh, well, Nebraska. Well, I, don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. You know I don't mean? know either, but you know, that's the thing with tough. map scouting is mm. it is, is scouting isn't, um, doesn't always end success. Just like hunts don't always end success, you know, but, um, I think scouting is more about, especially map scouting, more about being able to put yourself in the right place to make determinations about a property. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you and I spent a bunch of time looking at places and uh, putting each other on speakerphone while we look at Onyx on our phones. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and finding you know little elevation points to glass from and, and different thoughts about access and all that kind of stuff. So you know, I feel like leading up to day one like you're saying here you know uh we put a lot of map scouting into this thing to make it to where when y'all got there and got to boot scout it, y'all could be as efficient as possible yeah right i think we've done a good job at that too you know i think yeah. we, we've been very efficient in eliminating ground yeah covered yeah a lot i think of you ground. have too dude we have jack said we've covered a lot of ground and we have put some mileage on my truck that's for yeah. sure <laughs> <laughs> a lot Good. of fill ups at the gas station. <laughs> yeah, we've been <laughs> filling up uh, extremely slow pumps out here in Nebraska. People, yeah, yeah. People well, got nothing to do but fill the gas to tank up. <laughs> we're, we live in Texas, so we get real used to that gas being fast because it's where it's, it was from Texas, you know. Yep. It's yep. pretty hard for them pumps to pump it all the way up there to yep. get your truck, you know, so it's pretty slow. Once yeah, it, gets it, takes, it, it does take a while <laughs> to get up here. Yeah. Uh, so does the water pressure and the water heat. Did you know that in some of these hotels? No. Yeah, and the AC I'm not unit. The AC takes it AC takes. takes forever. We've been trying to pump some AC from Texas as well. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working too good. Everything well, moves slower in Nebraska, <laughs> <laughs> especially the deer. Oh, yeah, yep. even the deer. Yep, they move they slower too. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. So leading up to day one of y'all's time in Nebraska, y'all drove and left here. Um, the intention was to leave about 530. Uh, I think you ended up getting out about 615 because um, you forgot something pretty vital. <laughs> uh, it was more like six. You know, we weren't that far down the road. Um, yeah, that's true. I had, uh, I, you know, I had left my wallet in your truck the night before we went to Brookshire's to get some grosh. And mm-hmm. we ended up uh, meeting up the next morning and 530. You're not thinking about everything that uh, – <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought about everything I needed to put in the truck until I got to your house, and then it's like I just need to put Jack in the truck, you know. So, yeah, um, forgot the 
five gallon water jug too. Yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> we've been buying a ton of water uh, yeah. bottles, you know, because we forgot and the five gallon jug. That's a rare commodity there in Nebraska too. It you is, dude. You, you know, to this year too, man. Especially that's one thing. You know, speaking of map scouting, um, one thing that we've struggled with is that none. I'm talking like none of the the tanks are holding water up here. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's hard, hard on every critter that has yeah. four legs. Yeah. So I'm not sure where the deer we've been hunting the last two days or whatever have – I don't know where they've been drinking water exactly, but they're we've getting been, somewhere. We've been thinking it's the pivots in the cornfield. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, there's pivots that are obviously providing certain water, puddles and that kind of thing, and that may be an option. And then – also, there is like some irrigation canals around in certain spots that they may be able to get. Mm-hmm. You know, it just kind of depends. But I know they're finding it somewhere because they're living there. But yeah, um, you know, there's that creek that we're hunting has no water in it. We saw it today, yeah. so at least yeah. not uh, for a majority of it. So yeah. Well, let's talk about how y'all got to where you're at. You know, we had a pretty good plan of day one, like. You had a map dot in mind that you were driving to Nebraska to go to, pretty much, right? Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, we had, we had a dude. This property is just, it's awesome, man. Like, it looks awesome on the map. It's like, I basically, I'll tell you this. I set myself up pretty in a bad way this <laughs> this uh, this year, but I told. Kaylee, I was like, man, I'm about to kill the first night, opening night, man, because I've got two <laughs> you days. You definitely set yourself up bad if you told your wife that. <laughs> yeah. Do not give them that expectation. <laughs> uh, I tell her everything. She understands it, but but you're probably right. Um, I I knew that I would have two evenings to scout, and I thought, man, if I'm going in the third evening that I'm there, I'm about mm-hmm. to kill, man. You know, I yeah. felt confident based off of what I saw last year, which was a ton of deer even though there wasn't a whole lot of big ones, I thought, man, well, there's going to be a, probably a ton of deer over here, and there's probably going to be, you know, some pretty decent ones too, a little less pressure maybe. So yeah, um, I went to that property. Jack and I sat up on the biggest hill in the county and looked down over a creek bottom with uh, alfalfa, beans, and corn all Ooh. around it. And we scouted till the moonlight was lighting them up and there was six mule deer and that was it and a bunch of turkeys a bunch, a bunch of, turkeys. of turkeys man there are turkeys everywhere dude so many yeah. so yeah um i bet jack is salivating uh, yeah it's insane how many turkeys are around here yeah lots of turkeys so um but then so i was really disappointed in that and then that pretty much led to the next two or three days of disappointment. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, tell, uh, tell us about your uh, your cowpoke encounter. Um, which one was that? You you talked to them two old boys. Uh, yeah, so that was a couple days later. <laughs> toothless oh, Tommy. Was it? That was uh, yeah, that's Toothless Tommy. Uh, hope he's not listening. Uh, <laughs> uh, so. These guys, when was, was that opening day or the day uh, morning before? It was morning before. Uh, it was it was morning before. So was that was first, the next morning. It was our first full day here. Yeah. So we ended up meeting a couple guys that were uh, working a, a piece of property and gave us, um, while we were kind of, we were pulled off and I saw one of them come up, talk to him. Super nice guy. One was real young. The other guy was uh, probably about 55, something like that. And they were uh, working fences together. So talk to them and 
got some pretty good information about the area and the the, the bucks. And that actually, the night before, we had seen bucks on this property that mm-hmm. they were working. A good one too. Yeah, a good buck, and 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 another one that we thought was a decent buck. And um, and so anyway, I thought, well, um, you know, they're it's pretty dark right here, but you know where we where we had seen them and so I, i'm thinking but maybe they're they're gonna you know come out in the daylight somewhere on this property so where is that and i start putting my putting the map to use i'm getting to the point where i've used onyx so much on this trip that i'm worried that i won't have any data left by the end of the month and it's <laughs> it's the second you know what i mean it's like i'm yeah. worried so i've like tried not to use it to navigate and stuff you know yeah. um too much try to shut it off every once in a while but I uh, anyway I, that night we went and we sat up on Jack sat up on one side I sat up on the other side of this Wait, property. Real quick, do you do you have that map saved offline? Uh, that one. Yeah. No. So if you save those maps offline, then you don't use data anymore. Yeah, but you got to use data when you get them. So <laughs> you have to download them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. But so, but I mean, future, if you do it over Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. which, um, we've had Wi-Fi, so I mean, oh. I definitely could do that. But the thing is, I would do that if I found a deer, you know, and yeah, it's but like, then you don't know what map you need to say. Yeah. So I, uh, anyway, I, I, we, we set up on these big tall hills and dude, there was a storm coming in and everything like, you know, it was going to get nice and cool and it, had, it already was kind of cool. And, uh, man, we just couldn't. We we sat there and we didn't. Jack didn't see any deer. We saw some turkeys, yeah. and then uh, I saw two deer come out right at dark that were both see, babies. Jack was TikToking over there. That's why. Yep, he <laughs> was. Um, so anyway, that that night wasn't very good, um, and I'm probably going to struggle to remember everything that's gone on because, dude, we have been we've basically been over half the state. It seems like you know what I mean. No kidding. Yeah. Um, so we've, we've been basically just moving, uh, I guess, long story short, we moved from that area because there was a lot of public in that area and we saw almost all of it and we struggled to find deer even at dark in, in agriculture that they should be in. Good looking at yeah, alfalfa fields and bean fields. We were Y'all far were from where we started. Too. Yeah, yeah. We were very far. And we, and we were seeing dudes. So um, that was kind of, you know, a weird deal. We had dudes that literally blew by us while we were looking at deer and spooked them out of the country and then uh, went and got set up in the spot we were going to glass from we were headed to. And so I'm like, well, this is not going to work. So we decided to move. And I hated to do it because the the hotel keeper was a nice guy and probably could use a little extra cash, you know. But um, so we did. But we did. And. Moved, uh, did some scouting on the way to a certain place and ended up kind of landing in a different area than we thought we would. We didn't quite make it to where we thought we would. And so, um, because we found a a pretty decent piece of property, what looked to be a decent piece of property. But we are literally doing this on opening day. Yeah. We are checking out opening morning and leaving and going and scouting stuff on opening day. Yeah. And so, I mean, I guess you have a good the, – the the positive side of that is that you get to see who's at what property, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that morning. And so um, you get to see a little bit of pressure maybe or lack of. And so 
that's you know that was a decent uh thing i guess and we i don't think that it really did a whole lot for us but um we ended up eliminating some more ground along the way found a spot um that we kind of liked and i thought we would give it a try so we went in last night is that right Mm -hmm. and we ended up um seeing some deer finally yes yeah, and to, before yeah. we move to that, um, you and I have been talking quite a bit, and Jack too, um, but uh, I can't do a lot for y'all because I'm down here, So, <laughs> but I, I really, you know, like to be involved as much as I can and help as much as I can from afar, you know, and part of, like, what I feel like I can do for y'all, and I don't know if I do a great job of it or not, but I try, um, is to kind of be a cheerleader and to give positive spins to things as much as I can, you yep. know, make sure you can keep morale up. Um, and one of the things we were talking a lot about is how, um, you know, you can, you see guys like on YouTube or even like us, you know, or whatever people who go out and do these hunts and they talk about getting there earlier, early in scouting and that way you can go in and kill. And, um, it seems like that's how guys do it a lot, but, quite honestly the real world is is that sometimes you do show up a day and a half early and scout and you <laughs> end up moving opening morning instead of hunting right like <laughs> yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. that happens but that does not mean that there wasn't value in your scouting because guess what if you showed up the day of the hunt and didn't oh, yeah. those, you would be hunting a day and a half where there were no or very few deer mm-hmm. you know so just because your scouting efforts didn't lead to killing a deer on the property you're scouting does not mean it's not effective scouting that's the point of scouting it's not called finding right you know mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's called hunting not killing same exactly. same concept right yep. so it's still a ton of value in spending that day and a half and you know eliminating places yeah absolutely man like that's i think about you know what what showing up early forces you to do is to go somewhere without a bow which tends to put you up on top looking over a lot of country as opposed to in the creek and can't see nothing yeah. you know what i mean yeah and yeah, so yeah. that's that's another valuable thing about showing up early mm-hmm. and this is the first time i've ever really showed up early for a hunt when it when there was no hunting to be done like i, I couldn't hunt you know what i mean yeah um so it's been good and i think i would do it again you know because of that yeah. um it's been pretty pretty valuable to have those few days to just sit on top of mountains and look and yeah. so that's what we've done. Um, and we got to the point where we thought we need to leave. And we let, left. Yeah. We went to, uh, we ended up on this property. Uh, we found these two properties that were pretty close to each other that looked pretty good. And I thought, well, if one doesn't work out, we can go to the other one or just keep on heading a you know, different direction. And mm-hmm. we ended up, um, we ended up going in and walking in in the in the middle of the day at noon we see a doe just walking around out in the heat man i mean it's like 78 or something like that it wasn't like super hot but still Mm -hmm. sunny and and warm and this doe's just walking around mouth open just kind of browsing on corn stuff this this midday september yeah yeah, (laughs) weird it's different than a doe in november midday you know exactly so uh we we thought we saw that we did a little quick scout through there and uh, didn't turn up a whole lot of information other than the fact that it's, it's really thick and I'm sure there's deer in there, but, yeah. um, anyway, so we hunted the other property and that evening and we sweated pretty good walking in. We walked a long ways. We <clears throat> fought brush to try to stay out of the view of 
animals in certain areas and the creek and, you know, that kind of thing. And so we end up hunting kind of the edge of a cornfield because, A, what I understand and what I've seen so far, which has not been a ton of deer, is that the deer are using the corn real heavy right now. Yeah. And that has made it very tough because you can't see them. You know, you can't just scout them and see them like you could in a bean field or an, or an alfalfa field. So and they, Yeah. And they don't have to leave. And they don't they have, have to everything leave. they need right there. Exactly. They've got cover. They've got food. They've got water a lot of times, especially if there's a pivot. And they've got shade, which is important this time of year, too. And so they're just living in the corn, man. It's it's uh, make, made it real tough. So mm-hmm. we hunt on the edge of this kind of cornfield. Um and we're hunting out of cottonwood, and it's not an ideal situation, you know. I think it's um, – it kind of stinks a lot of times on these public properties that you can't trim trees and you can't hang, uh, you know, you can't hang your bow sometimes. You got to hold your bow. It's like, hey, gum it, man. This is kind of dangerous, you know. But yeah. uh, anyway, so it makes it difficult to, to see out of these trees this time of year a lot of times. So – we uh we were able to though we were able to see the quite first yeah quite a bit and the first uh deer that we saw was after sunset and it was a buck and it looked like a pretty decent buck couldn't tell a whole lot about him kind of far he's kind of coming at us but no way he's going to make it to us because he's got to cross through this steep ravine basically and um and then we've got a, we had another buck right behind us at like sixty yards. In the corn. Uh, in the corn, right on the edge, um, right at dark. And then we had, uh, before he left, and we were sure he was gone, we had uh, two does, um, I believe they were mule deer does, mule deer. that walked right underneath us. And, um, landmark so was, trees, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was kind of landmark tree kind of thing. And it was, uh, which, <clears throat> by the way, we will soon have a video on that out. Um so, if, you know, if you're not subscribed, shameless plug, so go subscribe on YouTube. You'll also be able to yeah. see those map scout challenges that Casey was talking about. Um, yeah. So, which we just hey, released speaking, Kansas, right? Yeah, and it's uh, people didn't well received. That's uh, people it. Liked Good. It. Yeah. So, uh, go check that out. Um, isn't there a little confusion on if that was the same buck or not? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're not, we're not 100% sure if that buck that ended up coming behind us it was like it was like 25 30 minutes later probably so he could have definitely made it up behind us that deer had our wind but it was dark and it just kind of stood there for quite a while and yeah looking at us yeah just looking looking our direction you know uh, well standing there difference in uh midwest deer or whatever you want to call wherever you're at yeah and uh east texas deer you know (laughs) east texas deer i got deer you know i'm standing in my backyard right now there's deer 400 yards down there in the creek that are smelling me and running away. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's different, man. Yeah. So he uh, he finally did leave, which he left uh, kind of under his own terms. He wasn't, like, busted out or anything. He just mm-hmm. he just walked and browsed his way out of there. Yeah. And, um, and then those You want to 60-yarder out there? <sighs> well, it was past shooting light. I'll <laughs> yeah. be honest. Oh, was it? I was it? having integrity, sir. Yeah, uh, good job. Yeah, so um, – and, and, but, farm I, on uh, South Park. <laughs> I definitely wasn't going to shoot a sixty yarder, so let's yeah. not confuse my integrity with what honestly was happening. You, you had both. F- you had integrity and and uh, 
I guess it's integrity in the sense that you have self-control or not. Just take a poke. There you, you go. Know? Yeah, yeah. And it's also uh, opening day. So yep. And he's also <laughs> not a 200. So <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the moon was so bright that you could see yeah. for a really long That's time. That's awesome. Full Dude, moon. Moon was awesome. Moon has been awesome the whole time, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... Anyway, we uh, hoofed it back to the truck. I don't know what time we got home last night. But it was like after 10, wasn't it? 10.30. It was like 10.30. Dude, it was, 30. Dude, we it was so We talked on the late. phone at 10.30, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so, oh, we, were, been later yeah we were in the car, I guess, at 10.30. We, we didn't eat dinner until like 11.30. Yeah. And so Ooh. we're like talking about getting up in the morning. And I we, we um, I misjudged it by about an hour. <laughs> and But Jack was like, Ooh, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I was like, sir. He was ready. He wanted to leave here at 4.15. Yeah, we were going to leave pretty early, which, you know, young Jack doesn't know, but we do that sometimes. So We do. Uh, I'm fine with it. It hurts. It so does bad. hurt. But we ended up uh, not having to leave till 5.15. And, That's good. Um, uh, just looking at the, you know, I looked at everything wrong, but I, I, I uh, definitely am um, trying – to get there um, not too early because, <laughs> yeah. you know, mosquitoes and stuff like that. I wanted to be accurate. And we were pretty accurate this morning. Honestly, sure. um, know, go ahead. We've struggled, you and I, and a lot of times because it's me because I'm pretty slow moving in the morning, is getting there in time to <clears throat> normally, normally you and I are usually hung in time, mm. but we're kind of rearranging our bags. I'm glad you said whatever. in time. Yeah. By the way. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Hugging time, uh, sir. Yeah. Um, But (laughs) anyways, um, uh, I can't talk. Anyway, but it takes us a little while to get kind of organized and set up or whatever. Um, And I can imagine an early season scenario. I mean, around here, even, you know, if it's October 12th or something, you're trying to hunt. It's hot in the morning. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the humidity's well, high, yeah, and there's not a lot of breeze, and you really need to be able to take your time walking and getting set up in the mornings, you know, yeah. because if you can get in there and be running a little bit late, but get in there quick and then get set up quick, but by the time you're done, you're drenched in sweat, yeah. and it's just terrible. And we, know, didn't, we didn't take our time this morning because it was muggy and hot. Because it was 46 yeah. degrees this morning. Oh, my goodness. I thought y'all were cold, boys. Dude, I was frozen. When I saw that buck this morning, I started shaking uncontrollably. <laughs> but I, uh, I, we were taking our time because it was super quiet, and we were having yeah. to walk slow and just make sure we weren't stepping on stuff. And the country's pretty rugged, so we were trying not to trip in holes and all that, you know. So mm-hmm. It's pretty tough to find a tree, too. And it was tough to find a tree. Mm-hmm. That's another thing we struggled with. We, we sat in a Russian olive that was a double-trunked Russian olive. And I know that, yeah. you know, you don't like nat- non-native trees, but <laughs> we... Uh, hey, uh, you know, funny enough, uh, I was thinking about Russian olives uh, yesterday, I think. Maybe it's today. I don't know. But I was I was thinking, I ought to ask them if they're seeing Russian olives. Because, uh, yeah, I don't like non-natives. But, man, when you start seeing Russian olives, that's when you know you're in country, you're a good country, man. Yeah, you know? I guarantee you, dude. No, yeah, I, it's cool. It's kind of like cottonwoods and Russian olives, man. That's what that's the look of that country. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we ended up sitting in it and um, got light. We had a doe pretty quick. Actually, I don't know which one we saw first, we saw the doe the, or the buck. We saw the doe first. And then okay. 
We saw the buck whenever the doe bedded down right there. Yeah, that's right. So we had yep. we had a doe bed at about eighty yards or so mm-hmm. from us, mm-hmm. um, and that made me feel good about you know our spot. And yeah, then uh, I was like, well, she won't stay there because the sun's you know going to come up and get hot. And that's the thing; it was forty six this morning. It was ninety. What? How? Ninety three or ninety four? Ninety three, I think. Yeah, uh, this That's afternoon. Smoking. Yeah. So, like, what a what a dramatic change. But um, anyway, so she beds down and then up, kind of across the creek, back on the other side where um, we, if we'd have sat where we sat the night before, all of a sudden, big buck. And you know, I don't know how big. I can I can't tell through my little eight buys, but um, I could tell it's a good buck. And so he kind of mills around up by the corn or whatever, and and then uh, he kind of works his way. Uh, oh, we had a we had a vehicle up on the road real early. The mailman was it? I think so. Yeah, and so he like was delivering mail to this house, and it spooked the buck. I think I took my eyes off him, and he was gone. And he had been milling around for ten minutes, and so I was like, "Dad, gum it." So then I don't know where Dude. he's gone. And Defund the post office, right? Yeah, there you go. That's exactly why. There's no other reason. That's Run it. Deer off. No. <laughs> uh, so then um, he ends up uh, disappearing, and then we have a doe come by us, like in a spot we weren't really weren't expecting. Like she probably came within 20 yards of us or so, right behind Man. us. We didn't see her till she was probably 25 or so, um, and she kind of milled on back past us, and then we ended up. Uh, we're sitting there at like eight thirty, and it's, it's like at this time, this time of year, eight thirty means you know it's probably time to start wrapping up for me. Hey, you, you know what I mean? Dude, you all year long. I mean, eight thirty <laughs> is time. You know, I've already had a pop tart and <laughs> thinking about like what lunch is going to be, and yeah, yeah. So, uh, but you know, I'm trying to control myself a little bit, but yeah, like eight thirty <laughs> this time of year, especially you know. Uh, I'm just going to keep that mentality all year, by the way. But um, so literally at 830 or right at about 830, I think it was. um, He was was that when it was. Uh Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, the the buck pops out down in the bottom. He had had drifted down to the bottom. He pops out. I mean, like he's looking right at us from like 100 yards whenever I see him. And I'm, I'm like. Oh, he pegged me, you know, like he saw me look, look away or look towards him or whatever. And I said, I said, Jack, don't move. And so we stand there for a second and I'm like, it's a buck down in the bottom. He's looking right at us. And then he just goes up, goes to milling around and, and browsing and eating and walks down into the creek and disappears. And I'm like, man, you know, it's kind of, kind of bummed. I, you know, it's just like, how do I put a pattern on this deer? And, uh, so we kind of sit there for another 30 minutes, nothing happens. And I'm like, Hey, let's, let's, uh, I bet you he's bedding in the Creek down there in the shade where it's cool. And I'm like, that's probably where he bedded last night. And he came up on this same kind of, same kind of ridge or whatever off the Creek. And that's where we saw him last night. And so I'm like, dude, we got him figured out. This is the pattern. We're going to get out of here and we're going to come back and we're going to shoot him right there from that tree coming out of that trail that he just went, went in on tonight. I'm like, okay, money in the bank. Uh, um, you sound like you're much more confident <laughs> or, uh, you were 
more confident in that plan than what I'm not trying to dog on you, but then whenever we talked today, like mm-hmm. at about 11, well, things happened after that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, we start packing our bags up mm-hmm. and we, um, start to go down the tree, still being quiet, you know, and everything. And we get out of the tree and I'm like, right, let's leave our bags right here. I'm going to go, uh, let's go over there like 80 yards and just look and see, like, and make sure we can see, like, this is where he's coming in and going, or he's coming in on and going out on in the evenings. Also, so, what we wanted, we wanted to see what it looked like down in the... In the creek a little uh-huh. bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we wanted to see kind of what it looked like and how he disappeared or whatever. And so we... Um, we kind of head down like 80 or 90 yards and we're sitting there looking. I'm on kind of a knee. We've tried to keep pretty low profile. And, um, I'm like, I want to look real quick at that tree or something like that to see if we can hang in it or something like that. And so I drift, I drift down the hill like 10 yards and Jack goes, he yells at me, not yells, but you know, (laughs) whispers loudly at me, Yeah, you know, and point, I look over and he's pointing across the drainage and there's the buck running back up towards where he was in the morning. He's, he's literally mm. running up the hill, but his tail's tu- not tucked. It's, it's not up, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, and then he starts kind of walking once he gets up to the top, and he's by the corn again. And so he just kind of mills around there for maybe three or four or five seconds, and then he kind of steps into the corn. Mm. And then huh, we're Tyler, sitting there. Tyler takes his hat off, thinking, "Oh, you, you know how it is, dude. Casey knows <laughs> oh, the look." The, you know. Tyler, yeah, he gets sad. I man. thought I spooked him, man. I was like, "I'm an idiot," you know. Like, wh- why couldn't I have just? Why couldn't I have just looked at aerials and figured it out instead of having to look at it with my eyes, you know? And I'm just, I felt like such a dummy, you know. I spooked him, and then all of a sudden, I'm like sitting there, my hat's off, and I'm looking over at Jag, and we're kind of talking a little bit, I think, and then. I look back up there, and he's we we look back up there, and he starts to come out of the corn, mm-hmm. and he starts walking down the corn, and like nothing it, happened. Like nothing happened. He never, and so from the time that Jack saw him until he goes back in the corn, which he milled around for a few minutes and, or for a minute maybe, and then went back into the corn. He's just browsing and stuff. Um, from the whole time that we saw him right then, he never once looked he back never at, us. at us. And so we, you know, Jack kind of made the point, I don't think he was spooked. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and I, you know, me, I I feel like a whitetail sees everything and they usually do. That's why they're, you know, that's why they're the the most popular game in North America because they are so smart. You know what I mean? They're awesome to hunt. But we were down on the ground. It wasn't like we were standing up. We were actually yeah, we were stealth about it. We were very low. We had some elevation in between us in the mm-hmm. creek and everything else. Yeah, and yeah. So I mean, he. Uh, we kind of thought, and when Jack said that, I was like, yeah, I don't guess he did see us, man. I mean, there's there's a chance that he didn't, you know. So mm-hmm. um, we kind of played on that chance and that fact that he he li- seemed like he was living in this little kind of hole or whatever, and. Um, Started connecting the dots. We tried to connect the dots. We were, and, you know, we came, so we came back to the truck, and you and I talked at 11. We're sitting there doing a bunch of maps, scouting throughout the middle of the day, trying to trying figure to, out what to do. Yeah, trying to figure out another place to go, pretty much. Yeah, right? that's, I mean, thinking we might have spooked him. We we're trying to figure out some other places to go. We looked at some other places in the area, and um, 
you and I talked and you kind of, to me, tell me if I'm wrong, but you kind of seemed like you thought I should kind of stay on this deer. Yeah. Um, I mean, we tried to make other plans for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But you, I, you I, started uh, talking about some conceptual stuff towards the end of that conversation. Yeah. I was kind of like, um, you know where a buck is that you'd like to shoot. Mm-hmm. And after your previous experiences, I didn't really convey this part to you, but this is what I was thinking. Like after your experiences and having to leave the other place, I was like, well, what if the next place you go doesn't have a buck you want to shoot, you know, or you don't see one or whatever. Right. So I was, my thoughts were, um, why not give this buck a real hard, aggressive try? And if you spook him, you know, kind of the old, uh, uh, you know, crap or get off a pot kind of thing or whatever, you yeah. know, like either you're going to spook him or you're going to uh, kill him. Yeah. yeah. All or nothing. That's, that's probably a less vulgar way of saying it. All yeah. or nothing. I like that. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of my approach. It's like, man, you know, uh, and I, I, I get presented another option to you too, in another place we were looking at, you know, because I didn't, one of the things about not being there is I don't want to be a decision maker in any means. I just want to help, you know, present options and ideas. Yeah. Um, and that was, you know, my other idea, uh, an option was one that you and I conveyed or kind of worked on together on a different property. And then, but that's, that was my idea um, on this place is like that deer's there. And he's not super boogered. He's probably still living on that property. So if you go back there, there's a chance to see him. Yeah. You know? Yep. And so you leave me with that. I'm still trying to figure out this other area that you and I had been looking at on the maps and stuff. And then uh, our friend Tony P gives us a call or gives me a text. And I talked to him yesterday. Is he was a previous guest multiple times on the Element Podcast, yep. most recently talking about early season whitetail stuff. Exactly. So that was a little bit of selfish preparation, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, Why not? We we have a podcast, dude. Freaking right. self serving. Let's do it. That's right. <laughs> so I um uh, I you know, I'd already talked to him. I talked to him yesterday when we were struggling and he gave me some good advice. Man, he's 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 a killer, dude. He's such a he's a good hunter, great hunter. I yeah, think you know what I mean. Is. And so yeah. he um he's been it's kind all of <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's been getting me through it, man, uh, a little bit, you know. And so he just kind of out of the blue texts me to check on me, and yeah. I thought that was good. And that's, and so that's cool, man. Yeah, and so he dude. um I tell him what's going on. I send him some map dots. And he's like, man, it looks good. It looks like a good place to see a deer and make a move on him, you know, and figure him out, pattern him. And he was yeah. asking me different questions, like about the encounters and stuff. And you know, what what you know, was he in velvet? Was he by himself? You know, he's got all these different things he's thinking about. I'm sure. So he um, he kind of pretty much convinced convinces me to go try him again. He's like, I you know, I think you should try this deer again and. You know, try to make make a move on him if you got him. And so, um, with that and with what you were kind of thinking as well, what had you had told me, we decided to go back. And, and what so, we also talked about, we thought we were kind of going against it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Was the buck big enough, or like what we were looking for? Did we spook him? Like, right. was it worth it trying to go after him again? Yeah, exactly. So, like, what Jack is saying is like we we. Like, should we continue trying to chase this buck that's just kind of like, it's like one I'd shoot, you know what I mean? I don't know yeah. how big, he looks like, it's kind of like, uh, he looks like just like a nice eight, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but we did see his body pretty good from 100 mm-hmm. yards this morning and thought, man, he's a, he's a, 
for sure three, if not four year old buck. And so that's that started making me think he's a little bit bigger than we thought he was, you know. Yeah. Which only, this is one of the things that you do well, Tyler, is um I see stars a little bit, you know. I um I get a little excited about stuff and whatnot. You're very reasonable about like your opportunities and your chances at killing a deer or whatever. Like I always I, I, I definitely like to think outside the averages you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's i'm sure that's what you were doing whenever you were you know kind of weighing out all that stuff is like i wouldn't i wouldn't never say well not never because we always or that's a double negative but uh <laughs> not ever um but uh i wouldn't say that you're never negative but hardly ever are you negative we we're all negative at sooner or later you know it's just the way hunting mm-hmm. goes but you are very realistic, and it, it makes you a good hunter. I used and to be pretty negative. Weird. I've been working on it since I've been hanging around you. <laughs> Dude, I wish Jack would have been there for the time that I missed the deer on the ground in Kansas. Um, Cry. Don't say which time because I'm going to punch you. But the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the 2018 deer. Yeah, I know, um, I know what you're talking about. Or, gosh, that was the same trip. I shot twice from the ground, didn't I? No, it was two different trips, but same year. Yeah, the big the big nine that we ended up finding dead like oh yeah yeah our re- our reactions after that miss happened were so like quintessential casey and tyler <laughs> <laughs> you <Yep>. died <laughs> yep. like gave up completely and i'm knocking another air <laughs> literally there's video i don't know if it's in the actual edit or not but you're like quit crying <laughs> or no, that was that was the, no, that was a different deer when they uh, when we didn't get a shot at that buck and we chased all morning, and oh, I yeah. like I like I was sweating so hard because I had that down jacket on, you know, yeah, and I was like, hot. and it was like not letting any heat out, creamed. and I'd been crawling for hundred and fifty yards probably, you know, yeah, and I lost my rangefinder like a hundred yards behind us or yeah. something, and had to go out and get it, yeah. We were sitting up trying to get a shot at this deer. He's coming in, but he's like trying to work downwind. Never gives us a shot, even though he's at thirty yards. Smells us, takes off, and then I just fall back. And I, in case he goes, quit crying. There's still deer around. <laughs> uh, so funny, dude. Oh yeah, yeah I've uh, become better at that. I think, but I'm yeah, yeah, still for working sure. on it. So t- today, you were weighing out your options on this deer. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a good look at the rack either. Yeah, we ne- it was at a hundred yards. We never could was, uh, get a good look at him. Man. We only saw him really? broadside. at the hundred yards. You couldn't even. Yeah, uh-huh. he was in a shadow, and, and he was uh-huh. running, and he was well. Well, until he got to the corn. Yeah, well, I'm talking about even the when we saw him when before he was running, oh, we yeah. still didn't get a great look at him. Early, I could tell he was like out to his ears or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you know, on like a on a big on a on a. You know, four-year-old deer, that's got to be 16 or inches or so, you know, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah up here. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I was thinking, yeah, it's a pretty good buck maybe, you know. And, and so that was in our mind. And we, we with uh, Tony and your persuasion, we decided to go back. And so the plan was – there was a, the plan was uh, kind of iffy. I had, had marked like four or five trees to – to scope out and hopefully use as like observation. But I uh-huh. knew deep down that one of the trees was like a killing tree, yeah. you know, and the others were pretty much observation trees. And so I really yeah. wanted to make that tree work. Hey, hold on. Since we're talking trees right quick, um, how are you and Jack doing in the saddles? 
Um, they're fine. Yeah. I yeah. think I think I have loved not like it's like my pack weighs as much as my pack did without a stand on it last mm-hmm. year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because well, Jack's like carrying sure. some camera gear and stuff too. You know, mm-hmm. so like. And I think I saw you carrying the uh, the spray painted platform too. So me? Uh, yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. It might have been an illusion. Yeah, oh, okay. Jack's had it. Um, <laughs> I, I saw uh, Jack uh, was wearing his cowboy boots on his saddle. He he on. likes his cowboy boots for sure. <laughs> he does. Uh, he might not like them in Colorado, but no. No, I uh, hope he's been breaking in his oak boots a little bit. Yeah, uh-huh. he has. He has. Okay, good. So, but uh, <laughs> anyway, so we're we're trying to find a place to saddle up in these trees, cowboy. Yeah, and uh, that sounds like something <laughs> Brendan Rose would say. <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, so we Brendan uh, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> so we we end up we're like gonna work into this this place and and uh, you know we're it's like ninety three and we're like uh, kind of dreading getting out. We get out and we're like, man, this is a pleasant day in Texas this time of year. So we're mm-hmm. okay. And uh, we take off, and not to mention it's dry heat, you know, compared to what yeah. it would be in Texas. So we end up heading to uh, heading to the first kind of group of trees and stuff. And we're looking, and I can make this longer than it needs to be, but essentially we look through uh, a couple of trees first off, and then we go down and we're going to get into the creek. And I'm like, we're going to kill down here tonight. So we get into the creek. And the trees are just not working. I thought we could get up high and kind of see some stuff up the mm-hmm. sides of this this draw, and which is pretty deep. It's very it's very, very deep. deep. Yeah, it's it's rugged stuff. And so I thought yeah. we could kind of see up the sides a little bit better. But it was I ran into that in Kansas last year. Uh, you know, just looking at a creek on a map and going to it. Like sometimes you don't realize how deep that green bed is yeah. down there. Yeah, you know, it's like a, a twenty foot drop off or something. Yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy. I mean, there's there's a big elm in the bottom, and I could see it on the aerial, and so I had marked it, and we went down in there, and and I had seen it this morning. The buck literally went within you know twenty yards of it or so, probably this morning. Yeah, but we'd have uh, to be thirty feet up. Oh yeah, dude, we'd we'd have had to been thirty feet up to even really get much of a shot at anything mm-hmm. and yeah really, and then you're shooting at something that's level with you and it's like well what's the point of being in a tree yeah <laughs> exactly and it's so rugged in there that like there's so much washout and stuff that there mm-hmm. there wasn't a place where you could shoot a deer that was with that was closer than 20 yards and mm-hmm. there was no trail at that distance anyway so like the closest trail was literally like 50, a 40 50 yard mm-hmm. shot probably and so mm-hmm. i'm just like man this isn't gonna work so we like, you know, we kind of took a, a risk going down into the creek thinking there might be deer in there and stuff that were busting because it's shady. So we kind of come back out and we, we work our way up this other draw. We're going to check a couple of trees that are more observation type trees that are up on the higher ground. And we work our way up and we get up there and I'm like, man, these trees are tiny, you know, and just there's no bare. point. Yeah, they're dead. bare. Some of them are half dead. Mm-hmm. And so... um I had been thinking about this, and I had actually, when we saw that buck disappear in the corn this morning, I had done some looking through the binos and figuring this out in case this wasn't, you know, needing to be an option. But I'm like, man, our best option might be just to just get aggressive, get behind these like tumbleweed bushes. I guess they're tumbleweeds um, that grow up, and they're green this time of year. You know, they're not tumbling around. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But, uh, you know, get behind these bushes and try to kill this deer if he comes back out the same spot that mm-hmm. he went in this morning. And so 
we uh we work our way up and i'm like all right we're gonna have to be super quiet dude the wind was like six Which, seven miles an hour i know you're that. aggressive if you're talking about being from the ground because you do not like the hospital i do not man i i really don't not like hunting whitetails from the ground man it's uh yeah. it's tough and and you know there are guys that do it but a lot of the guys that are su- successful doing it are hunting however many hundred days a year you know what i mean it's like yeah you you if you hunt full time then you mm-hmm. probably do like hunting from the ground because you can get around and you don't have to sit in a tree stand all day. But you bust a lot of deer from the ground. You know what I mean? Yes. So mm-hmm. um, it's not my favorite thing to do since I'm not hunting, you know, 80 or 90 days a year right now. Um, and so anyway, we decided to do it. We go walking in real slow the last like, I don't know, 60, 80 yards maybe. We walk real, real slow. We're trying to be real quiet. Wind's pretty light. But it's a solid enough wind that's staying pretty consistent from the south. And yeah. so I we worked to these bushes that I'd kind of scouted out and uh, from a distance. And I, I'm like, man, if he comes out where he came out or where he went in, he is like far, man. He's like 60 yards or more. And so I'm like, we got to get closer. So we kind of like squeeze into this fence line. And basically the fence line has some of those like tumbleweeds kind of out from it a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of the fence is the tumbleweed stuff, and it's super tall. And then like, like about five yards or six yards of that, and then the, and then the corn starts, the edge of the corn. Yeah. And so we just sit up against kind of that wall of stuff on the fence line, but it's still pretty thin on our side, you know. And it's not like mm-hmm. my favorite option, but it's it basically gives us a an option for this fence gap that had been i don't know where it came from but i mean there was like a 10 yard fence gap or 12 yard fence gap and i'm like man this is this is a good chance he's coming out here you know what i mean but he went in to the south of that about Uh 40 yards from where we were yeah he would have been if he had come out there he would have been about 35 to 40 yards yeah Yeah. so and then so anywhere in between that he comes out he's within my range i feel like Mm-hmm. So we got to where we we thought we needed to be, and um, we we're sitting there kind of baking in the sun. And I'm like, man, you know, hopefully he comes out after the sun goes down, like he did last, like we saw him last night, because sun, you know, even if you're not like shining in the sun, you're the sun is creating a huge black shadow on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're a blob. So I'm like, man, it's you know, it'd be tough if he comes out early. So the whole afternoon, yeah. we're kind of hearing this weird stuff in the corn, Ooh. and it sounds like it sounds like a deer is moving around. But then you'll hear like a bird or something. Mm-hmm. And we saw a pheasant get up one time. And can you see back into the corn, no. like down no. the rows? Dude, we can't see further than three yards behind us, probably. Gotcha. I mean, it, even if that, yeah, like it's just solid Dude, tumbleweed. Good bur- thing brush. y'all weren't in Sasquatch country. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you could reach it's behind you and grab the stuff. Yeah, that was, and it was, you know, stuff. a lot of it was five to eight foot tall and so uh super thick and so we're hearing this stuff throughout the day and we're i keep getting my bow ready and then nothing happens for 10 minutes so i put it back down you know we're just kind of waiting and it starts to get pretty pretty the sun gets real low it's like 7 30 7 30 so like we probably got like 20 to 30 minutes before the sun sets Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. start hearing like pretty undeniable sound of a big critter coming through the corn mm-hmm. a lot of yeah yeah and and 
it sounds like to me every once in a while that he's like biting stuff and ripping it off. Breathing. Yeah. He starts coming in, Uh um, and he's coming like getting closer to that fence gap, you know. And I'm like, dude, I'm looking at Jack. We're like, when there's no doubt, dude, this is the buck. This is well, you know what I mean. Well, it's a deer. It's a deer. It's a deer. But like, it gets to the point where like, it's a single deer. We can start hearing. It's making some buck noises, dude. He. He's you. He gets probably within fifteen or twenty yards, if I had to guess now, and he's breathing. We can hear him breathing mm-hmm. as oh, he's coming man. closer. You can hear him, yeah. you know, doing stuff like that, like a cow would hear. You would hear a cattle do, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And um, and so our wind is blowing. It's been, it's been changing from west to south, and he's on the, like, east. Mm-hmm. side of us kind of yeah and so yeah, sure it's very um it's a little bit variable and scary mm-hmm. and he's yeah. coming like towards the fence gap and i'm like fine when he's coming at the fence fence gap well then he you can clearly tell he is past the fence, the fence gap, gap. <laughs> and he's coming like north up this fence line towards us and I'm like, what is going on? Why is he doing this? Why didn't he just come out the fence gap at 23 yards on the opposite side of the fence gap, you know? And so he he uh, he comes up. And, dude, I'm telling you right now, like, I've got chills. I don't see how he didn't get our win. He, mm-hmm. he is anywhere from three to five yards probably from us. He could have turned around us. and slapped him. Dude, oh, no. He is – I mean, he's just – you can I, we can hear every breath he's making, dude. He's in the grass right behind us. I don't know how he didn't get our wind. He's just going, <laughs> kind of, you know, getting bugs out of his nose and stuff, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And just like breathing and sniffing everything. You can hear him sniffing like a dog. Everything <laughs> in there, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he just, he finally kind of goes quiet right behind us, dude. I'm, I'm talking. I've got my head turned around. And I fully expect to see antler tips at three yards. I mean, oh my goodness, dude! I'm like, how can we not see him right now? He, and at that three yards, he's still not on public land, right? Uh, no, he is. Well, yeah, he actually technically is on public. Oh, um, but just barely, yeah, yeah. And so he ends up um, just going quiet for like a few minutes, hmm. and I look at Jack, and I'm like, I'm like. You know, why is he quiet or something like that? Jack said maybe he bedded down, and so I'm thinking, oh, that's a pretty good assumption. Maybe he bedded down. Jack is getting good at this. He is getting good. <laughs> um, so waiting for the what we thought he would wait for, for the sun sunset. to go down. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, and that's what we're thinking. Out. And so, and then he would come out staging. But yeah. Casey, he was so close that when I had the camera on, you the even the camera was picking up his breathing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're like, I'm thinking, man, he's going to just jump the fence right here on top of us. You know, or that's what he's going <laughs> to attempt to do. Jack thought he was going to jump over us. I, 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 Which, first of all, Jack was, had already been super scared. I'm talking through the through the camera in the air, I think. Oh, like, my gosh. Dude, we're sitting there uh, before any of this happened, and this, like, I don't know, tiny little bird. Literally, just all of a sudden, it's in Jack's face, just, and it, it literally comes into Jack's face. He throws the camera, it whips around in between us, and lands on my boot, like on my like where my leg and my boot touch, you know. 
Yeah. It lands on it and then takes off, and the camera's like rolling around, and we freaking died laughing, dude. <laughs> we were laughing so hard. But anyway, so back to the story. This deer is right behind us, man. And it goes quiet, and then all of a sudden we hear him again. And I'm like, man, this is not good. He's just going to keep working up here. He's going to smell us. I had told Jack, I'm like, you know, if, if we hear him take off, start bounding away, I'm going to stand up and try, and to, try, to, try, to, try yeah, to get try a shot. To I'm going to draw, you know, so just film me or whatever. And yeah. so um, anyway, he starts moving again. And I, I came close to standing up and trying to get a shot at him at, you know, point blank. And so yeah. he, you can tell that he's all of a sudden taking a more southerly direction, like he's going back where he came from. Mm-hmm. And when, when I can really tell for sure that he is, I look over Jack, and I, I don't believe in this, but you could say that I jinxed it. But I <laughs> said, we're about to kill this deer. Oh. And so the all of a sudden where he's you can hear him kind of milling around this takes another couple minutes and i see a tine and at the pretty much exact same time jack touches my leg he's at the fence i saw him a little bit before yeah and i didn't really notice it and i tried to touch i touched tyler's leg because he's looking away uh-huh he's and basically I, trying to tell me to draw, draw. Uh. and i should have said draw draw but it wouldn't have mattered because by the time he touched me and I saw the tine, uh-huh. it was literally a split second before the deer steps out at 12, 12 yards, yards. In oh, the, man. on the, this side of the gap, the fence gap. And we thought he was going to jump the fence, which would have given him yeah, I was gonna time draw to draw. When he jumped, you know? Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's right there, and I'm like, I didn't know the fence gap went to 12 yards i knew it was started at 23 but i didn't know it was a 12 yard fence gap we I thought, thought it went the other way i thought it would be a you know seven right. yard between posts or whatever yeah. yeah and so i'm like i'm thinking he's about to jump and he just takes two steps and he's of course broadside and therefore with his eyes on the side of his head sees two blobs because the sun has not set yet and may have still seen us anyway. Sun is Sun's beating on right us, you know. Us. And he's looking right at us broadside. If I had been drawn, Smoke City at 12 yards. Yeah. This dude is a toad, man. Like He's a big deer. Big deer, man. And Velvet on his horns. Velvet. And I go to draw, you know, because I know, I just know that a white-tailed deer see something weird a, a mature buck see something weird he's not gonna stop mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yeah. it's not it's not like it's not like he's just gonna go back to feeding and be okay with it mm-hmm. and at 12 yards on the ground when he noticed us right off the bat and yeah. so i go to draw just thinking maybe he'll just think we're a weird critter you know or whatever and mm-hmm. he'll look for just a split second he takes off as soon as I draw immediately. immediately, and I hit him with a turkey call, mm-hmm. um, and he slows up like he wants to check, but then he keeps going. He gets out keeps to about trotting. ninety yards, and I hit him again with a turkey yelp, and he stops cold at like ninety, broadside, and you know I let it fly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but he stops at ninety or so. You know, from my turkey call, and when I see him starting to slow down and, and stop from my turkey call, I just drop down, and he just he got real, real weird, but like never 
seemed to know what was going on. And I think he truly thought that we were a group of turkeys, which we had seen within about 150 yards of there on the way in. And so um, I – I had been thinking about that all day. I was like, man, if I need to stop him, instead of grunting at him, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do a turkey yelp. And it was spot yeah. on. And Jack Jack said he thought there was turkeys <laughs> around was us. Turkey. He thought they were busting. So <laughs> apparently I've been third yelp. I've been pretty doing pretty good there. So good. Um anyway, he um he uh I ducked back down before we turned around and so he just kind of stood there for a while. He ended up walking towards us about five or ten yards mm-hmm. and then just you know knew better took off and um disappeared out of our lives for now but and we have some yummy. theories yeah we've got some thoughts about yeah. what might happen i mean and yeah, he may well, not be out of the country so y'all uh y'all kept me going there i, I thought you killed the deer <laughs> man but that's a good story i'm sorry i didn't want you to think that but i didn't want to no, i wanted to tell no, the story I'm for glad you, you I'm glad you did because the story was very suspenseful. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's good, dude. I'm yeah. telling you, crazy thing. It was crazy, dude. This a yeah. big old tank of a, of a deer, big eight point man. Happened just so fast. Happened so quick, man. And and if if just one, it's one. You know how it is, man. If one thing goes differently, and it could have been several different things, but mm-hmm. just you know, for instance, if I had seen him while he was while he was facing away, if I had just yeah. been able to see him facing away, uh-huh. I would have drawn. For sure, you know what I mean. Yeah, and and yeah. when he stepped out, he stopped, and I oh. I waited a second, and I thought, man, I'm just gonna go ahead and draw. There ain't no point. In, yeah, you know, sitting here still for a minute and then just letting him take off anyway. Yeah. So I, you know, but I, I mean, there's just so many different things. If he would have jumped the fence where he jumped it um, this morning. He'd have been at 35 yards and probably wouldn't have seen us there, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But, dude, 12 yards, man, you know. It's just, close. Very close. We were on the spot, dude. You know, we just we played it almost too well, I guess you could say, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just – That fence gap is a – I mean, that's a money spot. Man. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. It's just I wish I'd have known it, it It went from 23 to 12 instead of 23 yeah. to 15 or something like that, you know. I mean – I know yeah, it sounds ridiculous, but 12 yards is close, man. You know, it is, man. Yeah, um, for sure. Hard okay, not to so, get noticed. Yeah, Jack says you got some theories. Yeah, yeah, we've got some thoughts about the fact that he's he's you know seems to be bedding in corn possibly. When we saw him last night, there's an there's an actually a, a decent chance that he came from corn last night too. On the opposite, on the opposite yeah. side. So, you know, there's there's that theory that Jack kind of derived. Because he came down the same fence line, or he came down the fence line where we sat this morning, last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So, we've been chasing him on both sides of the creek mm-hmm. yeah. all day. But, you know, I, I told Jack, I was like, man, I don't know what it is, but I'm not nearly as disappointed as I thought I would be. Well, it's a freaking cool encounter, and you found a good loop. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, and then, you know, you talked about this last year, but being on the ground the last couple of years a lot, especially in, like, Kansas and stuff, um, when you're on the ground, you just kind of – or we have kind of at least assumed that um, 99% of the time you're not going to connect, you know? Yeah, it's not going to work out. Yeah, yeah it's just exactly. not going to happen. And so – um, I think that that is my mentality every time I'm on the ground now. And, yeah. um, 
and so you know that it doesn't burn me up as bad when it when it doesn't go right so yeah uh, and and also just just uh you know how much i love the game you know in iowa last year in october how how fun that was chasing that buck and, and finding his you know pretty much getting into his bedroom and doing everything yeah. right and once again you know there's just a matter of minutes that could have been the yeah. difference you know yeah so, absolutely um that's that's a fun thing and i and i do enjoy that so much that tonight just seems like a success as much as almost anything you know so yes yeah. we well we pattern that deer up yeah i mean we we put the pattern down on it yeah that's so, right so i mean we almost played it too perfectly yeah does that mean that uh you go in on the pattern in the morning we're gonna That's what we're thinking. Yeah, we're probably going to, but um, you know, you and I might talk a little bit off of air here and s- figure something different out, but I mean, we yeah. probably would like to give him another chance to show up on the property and if he does, we're just going to stay after him, I guess. Cuz we did yeah. see him this morning. We did. So. We saw him. We've seen him every every hunt. Every yeah, every set. So yeah. I mean, that's the good thing about hunting that kind of country is, like, you just have pockets of habitat. They can't really go too many places, yeah, you know, yeah. unless they just get scalded and just run out of the country, you yeah. know. But I think he, I think around. he, um, you know, I mean, we were just, we were sitting on the ground, dark blobs. I think you definitely look like, and you definitely could pull off the, I'm a turkey, you know, on the yeah. ground. I'm a, you know, 20-pound turkey on the ground sitting here. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully that. You know, he he kind of blew a little bit, but it wasn't like a it wasn't as much a blow as it was like a huff. Like I'm kind of hacked off that I had to run downhill a little bit. You know, or, yeah, um, yeah. Like it was accelerate kind of. Yeah, like yeah. It was it was like we scared him. I mean, like obviously, but like it was like yeah, a yeah. breath. Yeah, like, <gasps> like exasperated kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't yeah, like, like it was a, <laughs> yeah. like a surprise more than like, hey, I know what you are, and I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. You know? I'm gonna run away from humans. So, I mean, I'm trying to talk myself into you know a positive attitude here. I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's the that's the story, man. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Oh, it's. I knew not when I sent you that that screenshot of that and the map dots and stuff that you were gonna think that we killed, you know. But well, I was like, the, here's the thing with that screenshot is I didn't really have a good bearing for how far y'all were from those, from those dots. I was at church, so I couldn't really do a whole lot. I saw I was like, oh, cool, they saw another buck. Um, I, couldn't, I didn't know which dot was, you know, him yeah. or the, the new deer. Um, That'd be the close one. <laughs> this yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, after church, I got home and was eating sandwich, and uh, I got to looking, and I was like, okay, I'm going to figure out where they were sitting and where <laughs> – those dots are and then i did a line distance and it's 49 feet and i was like oh my goodness <laughs> that's very close <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 it was uh you know i tried to try to place it in that gap just and send it to you just so that you when we talked about it you would have a reference you know as to where yeah. we were at and everything yeah, well that was the other thing too when i figured out how close you were i was like okay the like he didn't miss. I know that. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, thank, crazy things can happen, but yeah, yeah, you probably ain't missing that distance. So no, um, hopefully not. Yeah, man. hopefully not. Yeah, but that's cool though, man. It's freaking yeah. awesome. I, yeah. I'm ready for y'all to send me something, a picture of the deer or something. Yeah, um, so we're gonna look at some stuff here. We probably need oh, what? Jack, how was the footage, man? So <laughs> we're hoping. Um, oh, I think I think it turned out pretty good. So whenever he, whenever I saw 
his time. I tapped Tyler in almost exact same time. I turned the camera on, but I'm leaning into the like the tumbleweed grass yeah. to the right, so he can't see my face. Yeah, and Tyler's leaning the other way, along or like up a, against the fence of uh, up against the barbed wire. Mm-hmm. So I saw him before, and so I started rolling, and I was kind of to the side, so I couldn't get a really good glimpse of the screen because everything happened so fast. But I saw the screen, and I could see the deer, its antlers and its face, and then yeah, it took off, and I'm I got that part, but then I had to get down. Cause, yeah, but sweet. Hopefully, it turned out pretty good. Yeah, hopefully so, man. Hopefully so. What's awesome about this conversation is that Jack and I are sitting on different beds, but we can talk to each other in the mirror of the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> we don't You're have to look at each other. We don't have to like. We don't have to look, you know, sideways at each other. We can just look at the mirror across the room. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, man, it's uh we gotta go look at some maps, get some dinner. It's getting kinda late and um and uh, I'm sure talk to you off of air a little bit about what needs to happen and then um we're gonna get up and go try them again, I guess. Woohoo! Sounds good to me, man. Well, awesome story, dude. Sorry you didn't connect, but y'all are getting after it and working hard, so mm-hmm. yep. keep it up. Yep. Well hopefully we'll be able to get that video out hopefully you know sometime soon as well so people can see it but um, yeah be checking in on that and uh map scout challenges are going to keep coming out we're going back to texas next week aren't we i think so yeah so that'll be yep. uh that'll be good for our texas guys who really liked the first one that we did seem like yep we actually had a <laughs> uh a request in the messages today about the property we went and scouted so all right like, that's kind of cool yeah he's like hey have y'all ever been to uh lake whitney and i was like just so happens <laughs> yep we did a little mask yep. out in there that's mm-hmm. right man where are we headed in 12 days oh my goodness <laughs> oh jack where are you going we are going to colorado colorado man and that's what I'm sitting around here just trying to not eat food because uh, <laughs> I know Dude. y'all are up there working hard, and I'm just taking care of baby. So uh, we've had some good warm ups. Oh yeah, that's what we were talking about. Like, dude, I because I, I I hung on two different trees just about <laughs> yesterday, you know. Yeah. And and like, of course, out of practice. So like, I don't even realize I've got a lineman's rope and stuff. You know, I'm just gonna try to be like a raccoon on the side of this tree that weighs 200 pounds and can't hold itself up. And uh, Anyway, yeah, I was like, you know, I, the, today I was like, I am sore, dude. My whole body yeah. is sore. So <laughs> it's a good thing I'm burning calories and and getting getting in shape. I think for it a little bit. Yeah. So we walk quite yep. a bit too. So it's good, dude. Well, we're gonna have a lot of fun, fellows, and ready to ready yep. to do it. Um, the elk series of podcasts is kind of wrapping up. We actually had a really good one this week, Robbie Trujillo. Mm-hmm. But I've been brainstorming. I was thinking, you know what? Um, we should do a, a number 12 with us and us talk about a little bit about elk and what we know about it and stuff. Are you going to do uh, that after or before? Um, probably before. I don't know. Cause I, I don't know, know we'll, a whole lot. You know what I mean? We'll game plan. Well, be you, like a KC we, interview. And I don't know. Well, anything. Not just the strategy <laughs> stuff, but like, you know, kind of the gear we'll take and, yeah. and like what, what, what the plan is, what it takes to make it out there in the wild you know like we do a lot of that kind of stuff yeah. you know so it kind of might be a good thing to talk about who knows we might get some other 
local elk hunting and fishing and all those involved or something. But we'll yeah. talk more about that. Yeah. You know, yeah. they call moose elk in Russia. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, if you uh, get on iNaturalist and you look for elk, you can't find that, that moose pops up. You have to look for wapiti. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they do that, man? What's, I don't know. Uh, maybe we did it. You know, like metric system. It's like we're the only That's people in the world. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it. And then it's like, why do we call biscuits something delicious and warm out of the, out of the oven whenever <laughs> they call them crackers? You know, it's like, so we call them crackers. It's like, we're better, duh. <laughs> I mean, which bi- Tyler, which biscuit do you want? The European one or the American one? <laughs> Definitely the American one, man. Definitely. The European one was made on a rainy day for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, man. Um, I'm hoping we can. I'm hoping we can do something here, you know, in the next couple of days because we uh, we're starting to get towards the end of the hunt. Um, yeah, so. and you're at the beginning of it, and you're almost to the end of it. That's, That's crazy. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, I thought yeah. I would. I'll tell you. I've, I've probably told you this. I've told Jack this probably several hundred times at this point. But I would have never thought we'd come after last year, come to Nebraska, and um, spend a day and a half scouting, and then. Really, two not, days. Yeah, not hunt the morning of opening day. So basically, two days scouting, and be it's just. I mean, we're on one buck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we don't have any other options right now, really. Like, yeah. And to yeah. find that buck well, took two days. You know. I know you or really want to kill that deer, but the the, the the buck you saw on the first evening over there. There's another. Eight point riders at the same. Oh, deer. we're not sure. That's the thing. Could we're not sure. Could have been the same yeah. deer. She definitely could have been, but we're just well, kind of hoping it wasn't. Just, yeah, you almost got to figure there's at least another buck around. Mm-hmm. You think? You know? Yeah, yeah. But oh, well, how many? You got three more hunting days? Two and a half hunting days? What do you got? Um, we'll hunt tomorrow and the next day, and then we pretty much got to come home the next day. So if we yeah. hadn't shot by then, we might hunt the morning and take an early morning out. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I was. Which is what I like to do anyway. You know what I mean. So yeah. I like to be out of the standby about seven thirty in the morning. There so. you go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, got some time. Y'all got some time, man. You're getting the groove of it. Not you know, knocking rust off first time of the year. And I mean, I'd say that uh, y'all are ready to kill. You got twelve yeah. yards from a shooter buck. Yeah, I know. I think we are, man. I think we're. You know, the one thing that is good about podcasting man if there's any is that you uh you may not remember how to do a hanging hunt the first time of the other year but you have been thinking about how to kill a deer all year you know what i mean you've been That's talking right, about man. talking about it with guys like tony p you know so mm-hmm. it uh the mental side of things is still there for you as far as tactically and and uh trying to get in on deer so yeah um anyway i think think we're making some good moves hopefully you know it really I really, really do hope that that deer shows back up tomorrow, even if we don't get close to him or yeah. don't know a whole lot about what he did at the end of the morning or whatever. But I'd yeah. like to just know that we didn't bust him out there so we can continue the game for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, but anyway, I uh, I know you're probably ready to get in bed, and we're ready to eat some and go to bed as well. So with that, I guess i just tell everybody thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the story. And uh, maybe the next time we talk to you, we'll bring a good story with a good ending, a good happy ending. Um, so anyway, remember to check out the Map Scout Challenge stuff uh, and check out, uh, make sure you're subscribed. Remember that because uh, that could uh, 
lead you to, to see our Nebraska series when it comes out in the season playlist. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. But also, remember, this is your element. Say it, Jack. Live in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>